What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me in episode 1019 of AskPat 2.0. This is a podcast where I coach an entrepreneur through a pain or problem that they might be having, and you may have that problem too. So make sure you stick around because today you're going to hear Lisa, who is a parenting coach. Yes, a very important thing because oftentimes kids and their parents don't agree, and Lisa helps parents understand how to how to help discipline their kids while still having fun and keeping those relationships strong for the rest of their lives. So really important stuff. And Lisa is having some trouble with the messaging of what it is she's offering related to. So she's been a coach for like 11 years, but she's having trouble with converting that coaching, which is very one-to-one obviously, to more group or passive type things, courses, those kinds of things. She's having trouble with the messaging and how to do that. So we're going to walk her through that process today. Awesome. All right. Now here is the coaching session today with Lisa. Hey, Lisa, thanks for coming on uh, Ask Pat 2.0 today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much, Pat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for everybody out there listening, tell us uh, really quickly what it is that you, that you do. Okay, I'm a parenting coach, and what I do is I do one-on-one coaching with parents, and I teach them how to get respect and have fun with their children. So it's time for money which I really like to go in the direction of passive income Mm -hmm. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One is obviously for my own benefit, but also I think I can reach more people out there if I'm providing courses and um, things where I'm not involved because I really believe my message is so important. Um, You know, I mean, discipline is basically what I'm teaching, but it's mixed with a lot of fun. And I think that parents often think it can't be tough and be friends at the same time, but you can't. Right. Like, you, 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 I, I've heard that phrase, you know, parent first, friend second. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, if you've got all the discipline down pat, then you're just going to be friends all the time. Exactly. And that, I, I did that with my kids. It was very rare where I had to give them mom's look, you know, that look, right? Right. It just straightened them right out because we had respect and they wanted to have fun. They didn't want to be reprimanded or disciplined or anything. So why would they? Why would they act out? Why would they not be respectful? So anyway, this is what I do. And I mean, I really struggle with courses and how to set that all up and how to communicate the value of parent education, because I think that parents think that parenting should just come naturally. And, you know, and I often say, you know, if we could get two chances at it, two different families, We'd probably do a lot better job on the second one because yeah. we have experience, right. but we really only get one go at it, and usually anyway, uh, with one family. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we can get that right and learn how to, you know, sort of get a plan in place and how to go about it um, before we even have kids, that would be ideal for me, is to be able to teach brand new parents, you know, how to get set up and what to expect and not to expect things to be perfect because they're not going to be parenting's often messy um but generally how to have confidence and enjoy the process and i think that's how long have you been doing that for in coaching other Um, parents 11 years 11 years how are you finding your clients right now Uh, well mostly through referrals um child psychologists um because i have specialized in troubled teens and it is a specialty Mm -hmm. Um, but i also talk about newborns too so it's whatever parenting uh, ensues and um 
just a lot of referrals. Clients are coming back to me year after year. Um, they just want more direction with That's wonderful. Um, children. And then it also, for some reason, I've been doing a lot of marriage counseling too, because when people get comfortable with you then and they feel like you know each other, um, and when they're having problems with their marriage, you know, often related to the children, mm-hmm. then I do that also. And I love it. Listen, I just love my clients. I, I feel like I'm their mother and I feel very nurturing towards them. And uh, so it's a real it's truly a joy. I, I feel very lucky to be able to do this. And uh, but it, it's tricky because there's a real stigma attached to hiring a parenting coach. And there's not many of us out there who are making a living doing it. It is, it's a tough sell. People feel shame when they hire me and, um, not so much when they're referred, but if they just find me on Google or something, they feel like they've somehow failed that they need help. Mm-hmm. And which I think is ridiculous. You know, you haven't failed at all. You just need a boost or you need, need some help. I mean, it's not failure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a real struggle. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Pat. It's it's been a real struggle. And if I didn't have the referrals and the loyal clients coming back and sending other people, it would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, more so than it already is. What, what what kinds of things are you trying right now to sort of diversify or move, move toward more of a passive or maybe group type thing? Well, here's my plan, and you tell me what you think. I'm going to be setting up a course. Now, I've had them in the past, but they've been with me involved. This is just going to be courses. I'm going to do video courses. I'm not sure what to do. Do I target toddlers or children or teens or just do a more general all about you, like all about the parent and how you feel and how you cope with parenting? So I'm not sure what course to start with. Then when I do that, I have bought the equipment uh, to start a podcast because I love that idea. I'd love to interview parents and everything online. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to do that. And then on Facebook seems to be the one I like the most. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure how to bring people in. I'm not sure about my message. My message is really about leadership and um, so leadership parenting. So I'm just not sure how to make it sound fun at the same time. And it is. There's a lot of humor in this, too. I mean, you know, like I said, parenting can be messy and funny, and we're going to mess up and make mistakes with our kids. Right. Hope not too many. I mean, that's that's normal. So, you know, I want it to be a safe environment for parents to turn to. But um, so that's my plan. And you're the one who's uh, good at this. <laughs> Hoping you can direct me. Well, I have some thoughts, definitely, and I, I like the direction of it for sure. I think more important than anything is I can feel and I can hear in your voice that this is really important to you. This is a passion of yours. You want people to enjoy the process and you love removing this pain for people, which I think you need that more than anything. And you have that, which is great. So now we just need to connect that and what you can teach them with how they can find you and where they can learn from. And so in all of this, what would you, what would you say the the real challenge is here for you? Because I, I assume that the real challenge isn't technically how to set up a course or the things to say. What is the real challenge here for you? Do you feel the real challenge is the marketing is bringing people is the message that um, that you should be proud of yourself that you're searching for help or searching for guidance because uh, people are really proud of having a personal trainer. Um, I want it to be along those lines instead of it's the shame. I want to get rid of the shame. Right. I don't. I can kind of see it actually. There's nothing as personal as parenting, even weight. I mean, 
isn't as personal because those children are a huge reflection on who you are in every way. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I want to remove that shame. I want to get across the fun because humor, I, actually, I'll be honest, I was either going to be a parenting coach or a comedian. I mean, humor, <laughs> humor is really important to me and it's my tool. It's my weapon of choice when I'm dealing with kids and, um, you know, real problem teens or whatever. And it's worked really well for me. But I, I, I really want parents to understand that this is a fun process and you're going to not only learn more about your children, but you're going to learn a lot more about yourself. It's a real self-awareness, uh, you know, transformation that I take parents through. They learn so much about themselves. So how on earth do I get that message across? Well, there's a couple things. Number one, I'm immediately thinking of the therapist industry and how there is this negative stigma in the same way of, you know, oh, you need therapy. Something must be wrong with you. Or, you know, therapy is sort of a a reactionary sort of solution to something versus a proactive prevention type of situation. Um, And, 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 you know, there's a lot of people out there teaching and doing therapy online. And that might be a great place to start in terms of research to see how they're doing it, how they're positioning it. And you can find one that kind of jives with your style to just use this sort of motivation and inspiration for how you might be able to structure something and how they're marketing it versus how you might be able to market it. So I'm just trying to tie in an industry that there may be proven routes on this already, just in different forms. So that's that's number one. Number two, I, I would actually um, encourage you to go back to your customers and your clients. And this is a great exercise that all of us can do uh, every once in a while. And that is to have them answer the question, you know, why are you here? I mean, it could be phrased in different ways, but when you hear from your customers why they came to you and, and, and those kinds of things, and you likely know a lot of those answers already, another great question to ask is how would you convince somebody that this is something they need? And that way, much like your clients are helping you get even more clients through referrals, it's essentially a way for them to give you their referral words so that you can convince a new person uh, who is coming across you for the first time that this isn't a thing to be shameful for. And I would imagine that you are already on your sales pages and the moment people find you in whatever way online and through organic search or links to your website, whatever, hopefully the first message is it's okay. You, you, this is nothing to be shameful for. Are you, are you practicing sort of those immediate things that you told me that, you know, are to, to new people who are finding you? Um, I'm not sure. I have to think about, I'm kind of redoing all that. I'm rebranding. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, I kind of am a little bit up in the air about that because I worry about pointing out that they might feel that way. Do you, do you see what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's okay that you're here. In other words, they might think it's not okay. Like, why are you thinking it's not okay? Right. Like, I try to make it positive. I don't tend to to address the negative. Maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure. I think that can it can be helpful, but you don't have to, you know, have a sales video that's like super dramatic in the beginning you know with like dark color you don't have to go down that route if it's not you don't do it but i think it's important to also tie into what happens if you don't fix this and 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 you know the amplification of that problem if you will um i i also think that um you can solve the problem of just who this is for and making making them feel welcome by addressing it from all angles. So you can uh, you can address it from the sort of positive angle and the negative angle, so that you kind of capture both sets of people, no matter how they're finding you. You know, hey, this is for those of you who might be struggling with parenting, and you know you just need some help, or maybe you just you're on top of it and you just want to make sure that you are 
you know, continuing to keep that moving forward in, into your life as a parent. Um, I, I think that those small tweaks can help you with this thing in your head that's saying, you know what, I don't know if I'm actually portraying what I need to portray to the right people. So that's just a small thing. But, you know, going back to what you were saying earlier about courses and whatnot, I think a course is a great idea. Um, have you ever considered pre-selling it? to help you with the messaging and just to understand that this is something that you should dedicate time and effort into? I'll tell you why I don't see myself pre-selling and I may be wrong, but I see my, I get so caught up in details and I get technology just freaks me out. Mm -hmm. I get so caught up in it that I worry that doing a pre-sell would take so long that I'd never actually get the product out there. (laughs) Why do you think that? Um, I think, I think I'm kind of uncomfortable with it to be honest. Uh, so, And then there's this pressure. You pre-sell it. And then, well, to be honest, I've already got all the information. I just have to package it up at this point. Mm-hmm. But I would worry about pre-selling it. And then what if I get sick or something and I can't get it out there? I just, the, the idea of it kind of makes me stressed out. And I don't know, is the benefit of pre-selling only to get money up front? Or is there some other no. That. The, the, that is a benefit, but that's 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 like the third or fourth benefit. The real benefit is a understanding that this is something that people want, so that if you share that pre-sale sales page and you send the emails out and you get people in there and they're not buying, well, good thing you didn't create it because we need to first work on the messaging and the positioning of this course, um, and that way you can fine tune that before you move on to actually creating this thing and positioning it. Um, you know, in a real course setting. Um, number two, you're allowing those people who you know can get in early to feel a little bit more special because now you are building it with them and you're able to have them have a little bit more access to you up front when you are building this and you're coming out with the modules every week or whatever or even having calls live with them that then get recorded and then put into your course you're building it with your customers in a way such that you're not building this you know a lot of a lot of people who create online courses they have the information in their head and they put it into this course and it turns into the you know that universal remote control that we get with our DVR that has like 5000 buttons on it and we actually only use like four of them um this allows you to make sure you structure the course and have the material that only you need to help and not everything else that you think they need that would then turn it into a more overwhelming process or give them information that dilutes the true power of that of that course um and a lot of people like it also because they can have that feedback along the way as they are coming out with the modules and it be, it, it's less pressure um so that, that that's what i would recommend for many people not necessarily saying this is what you need to do but i'm just presenting this as an option instead of building the course and having technology created and then, and then it's there and it's packaged and ready to go and then you sell it um, you can have all that information ready to create and put into a course after you get people who essentially voted with their money. Like, yes, I want this thing. And you could give them a discount for coming in early and you can only limit it to a certain amount of people so you can make sure it is great and it is something you want to do. Um, and if you don't get a lot of people, maybe you get two people who buy it and you're like, that's not enough. You can just refund those people. So there's, there's, it really adds a layer of protection and safety versus something that you have to worry about. So it's testing the market. And, it's, it's testing yeah. the market and testing yeah. you. Like, is this something you actually want to do? Yeah, yeah, that's very clever. I like that. Um, also, and you said something a, a little bit confused by, is you said um, that I could be asking them questions. Are they aware that they're building this with me? Yes, yes. You want to be honest about that. And oh, okay. Essentially, you, you frame it as, hey, we're going to do a four-week or eight-week course 
together, and this is for the first go around. And that way, they're there with you, and then you you should tell them, you know, I will be packaging this into an online course after this is complete. But the benefit of coming on now is you get a little bit of access to me along the way, so I can make sure I plug in all the holes and you get all your questions answered, which benefits them obviously, but benefits you because now you're building the course with those holes being filled in along the way. Oh, that's very clever. I like that. So again, it just kind of creates a, a, a layer of safety and a layer of just you know making sure you're giving them all they need, versus you know you selling this course and then all of a sudden you get a barrage of questions. But what about this? But what about this? But what about this? Um, now it's all filled out, and then by the end of it, you know they've gone through this sort of more handholding program and process with you at the end you will have made change in their lives you will have people who would be likely very happy to leave you a testimonial so that when you launch this for real as an online course now you have real life case studies and real life people who have gone through the process who are likely going to give you amazing feedback that will help convince a person who is unsure who is thinking to themselves i don't know if this is for me oh but here's a testimonial from lisa who said that now she has this amazing relationship with her kid because she went through a program like this well yeah, I think I should do this. That's very clever because um, you do. You're right. When you're the expert, you do tend to tell them what you think they need to hear, but they don't necessarily want to hear it. So, or they don't know they need to hear it. Exactly. But yes. You can format that in such a way that you can ease them into it in their own language, in their own path. So, yeah, I like that actually. I really like that. And then in, in, ter- in terms – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say I'm definitely going to have to look more into pre-selling because I, I did see it more as, as a discomfort. But you're right. If, if it doesn't work out, I could just refund their money anyway. So what's yeah. the big deal? Right. 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 I never thought about that. Okay. I like that. And my, my goal with teaching online business and, and coaching people is just to essentially take the guesswork out and to remove as much work as possible that may not be necessary. And that's kind of what, what we're doing here. Um, you, you had asked a question earlier about a podcast and, and getting exposure. I, I For what I'm hearing from you and the voice and your stories and you say you're, you know, you're a comedian and I, I can sense like in your teaching, it's just like very entertaining, you know, valuetainment or, or, or edutainment or whatever those words are now. Um, <laughs> A podcast might be a great platform for you to build that relationship first to help people realize that they should learn more from you. And, 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 and you know, you can obviously offer tips and strategies and have parents come on to talk about their own situations, which would likely trigger a person to go, wow, like I'm just like that person or that tip was really helpful. Like I need I need some help. I, I'm looking for a program and I know Lisa now and, and, and she's really helpful and I think that she's the person I should go to. And wow, she has this course or this program now where I can get more from her and I like her already. It's not you talking and selling to a stranger. It's you essentially offering a solution to people who know you for you and who like your style. That's what a podcast has really done for me is allowed me to build a relationship before any sort of transactions happen, whether it's an email uh, transaction or a paid transaction. And, um, you know, there's obviously, you know, you you can't just snap a fingers and create a podcast, but there are, uh, I, I think the purpose of the podcast is really what should drive you more than anything. And, you know, can you imagine doing a podcast and like how would it feel if you had that available as a sort of buffer between when people find you, you're able to give them value and then they can now see that, you know, you are the the expert that they should go to. I think I would really enjoy that. I've done a lot of um, TV and radio throughout the years 
And I definitely prefer radio because you don't have to worry about how you look or anything. They just talk. So I love that idea. And I love the idea of providing free content for people too. Because if you, I think if you really have your heart in your business and you really care about people, you're going to give them all your information for free is, is out there. It's just that when you sell a course, you've packaged it up for them. Right. But all the, I like helping parents without them even having to pay too. So to me, that would be like I could offer, you know, free coaching. Well, like you're doing with me, right? You're mm-hmm. making me part of a podcast and it's a free coaching session for me. So it's win-win. And what am I going to do after this? I'm going to go out and rave about how great you are. And so, it, <laughs> it, I mean, a podcast is just such a, I, I think it's a really warm, safe environment. TV is different. Video is different. Although, do you think, I don't know if you do this, actually. I know you do it with some of them. But do you think it's wise to do every podcast, turn it into a YouTube video and a blog? Um, I think turning it into, it should be on your blog for sure. As show notes, yeah. it's findable in Google. There's a lot of value there in that. And you know, Some people don't have the time to listen so they could read the transcript or see what you're talking about on the blog. YouTube, though, taking an audio file directly from a podcast and putting it into YouTube – I wouldn't recommend that. I would take bits and pieces of it because YouTube is for more chunkable pieces of content that are related to specific things. And on a podcast, often you're talking about many different things. I think unless you have a name that's very well known where the name alone can keep people listening no matter what's on the screen, where a lot of uh, YouTubers struggle is they don't realize that if a person watches a video and then – leaves uh, because they're just there's nothing visual there they're, they're not enjoying it they're just looking at a talking head the whole time or whatever um, yeah. it sends signals to YouTube that hey this content isn't valuable for these keywords this this channel isn't valuable for that topic um, watch time and keeping people on for a long time and watching all the way through a video is more important and so I you know I you can take bits and pieces of it and turn it into a really high engaged uh, video with some you know slides on top of it. I mean, it would take some additional work to to do that. So you can repurpose it for sure. I know some people who do that. I know some people who actually go live and answer questions in person uh, and then take a lot of that content, put it into an audio file and then turn it, turn that into a blog too. So, so so there are ways to do that. Um, But, 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 you know, I agree with you. I think, you know, what's cool about this is like, okay, you have your, you, you know, if your podcast becomes your thing for free content and the thing that you basically point people to more than anything, they listen to you, they get to know you, they might um, – th- that might be it for them, but you're still helping them, and they get to know you, and maybe they have a friend who wants more information, and they go to you, and maybe they're, they buy. But here's the thing. Now now you have – when people find you, you have something for free they can uh, download and, and consume that gets them to know you, and then you also have the mid-level item, which is the course, right? So, hey – You've gotten this free stuff. Let me walk you through the entire process, all of the the stuff you need conveniently in one place. It's going to, you know, you're going to. The biggest thing with a course is you want to make sure that there's a very specific outcome. A lot of course creators struggle because they don't, they haven't nailed down that promise and that transformation. And when a person can realize when they go to that sales page and when you pitch the course what they're going to get on the other end of it, it's very clear in their head. I need this or I don't need this. And it's very clear for you. Here's what I'm going to deliver. Here's what it's not. I've struggled with that before and trying to create something a little bit too, you know, it tries to capture too many people and it it actually doesn't help anybody. Um, But then you also have likely your high level coaching where you charge a premium price. And what's cool about this is now you have people who come in and they see all these offerings and you know, maybe they want the coaching, but they can't afford the coaching. 
So now you have the the course to help them. And you're likely going to have people take the course and go, you know what? I love this, but I need some more help. I need more one-to-one time with Lisa. Now you have your coaching. I would probably recommend even increasing the pricing of your coaching if you want to actually you know, start filtering people out of that into your course. And, and, and it would essentially anchor the price of your course offerings and even provide more value, it, it, give a sense of more value being provided for free on the, on the course. So they all those things work together. This is a very, very common but very powerful sort of structure in terms of free course and then coaching um it, it's 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 that that's a great plan i feel with the course specifically though the last thing i want to touch on is you asked about should it be for toddlers should it be for teenagers should it be you know for parents who are, or who are pregnant um i would select one of those and have that to start and then potentially you can release other courses later for the other ones because i would assume that you know parenting a toddler is very different than parenting a teenager and there's although similar aspects that you teach of leadership um the methods and the strategies and the experiences are going to be a little bit different yes uh can i just ask you quickly how much do you think i should charge for a course let's say it's uh uh, it's going to be video yep. so um let's say it's 20 hours how much would you I would say the the number of hours of videos is irrelevant. Number one, um, okay. it, it, which is good. Like actually, the 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 less number of hours that people have to watch, the more valuable it is because they can get that solution in in a quicker time period. It was um, in the past. It was it was like the 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 trend was let me put two hundred and fifty hours in here because that shows that there's more stuff in here and that's that's good. <laughs> and now people like. The, they don't have the time to watch 250 hours, right? Like my favorite course is one where literally there's five videos that are 20 minutes each and it's the best course I've ever taken. I pay for it every single year. And if you could provide it in a shorter period of time, it's actually going to be more valuable. So just be beware of that. I think what you have to pay attention to is what is the outcome going to be? How are people's lives going to be changed and how much is that worth to somebody? Um, one place to start with pricing is to look at to see what other options are out there um, and to compare yours to theirs uh, because that gives you a sense of how much the market is paying for such items, although yours will obviously be different, potentially higher value. You can charge as such. Um, also, compared to your coaching, essentially coaching can be three to four times more than the, um, than, than the course. So you know if the course – if you do the math, doesn't seem like much. Then maybe that means you have to increase the the price of your coaching. I don't I don't know how much your coaching is, but um, and and then okay. it's and then and then like I said, it's gonna it's gonna take some experimentation too. But I mean, from my perspective as a parent, depending on the kinds of things you're gonna teach me, I mean, I I I would pay for a course where I have a video from a person I trust um, to to help me solve my parenting problems, especially if it's like a teenager who's just like. I, I cannot anymore. I mean, I would I would pay, you know, nine. I would pay a thousand dollars easy if I knew that after three weeks I go through this, I implement, I see results. I mean, to me, that's priceless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would wow. definitely not charge like twenty seven dollars or ninety seven dollars. That's that to me is just like oh, this is a cheap course that's not going to do anything for me. I would definitely charge a premium for it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I do see it as a transformation. I don't see it as just a couple little tips. It's going to be, you know, a ton of stuff put in there. And, um, but like you said, not, I got to be careful with that because I don't want to overload them either. Right. Um, I'm very aware when I first started coaching, I used to just tell them so much in the first session and I thought, slow down, like, cause I have so much information to share, but I, I realize they have to absorb that and, mm-hmm. you know, be able to implement it. So week to week, but listen, Pat, that's amazing. I love, I would say my takeaway from you, um, in this would be about focus on the outcome. Yeah. That is so, it's so important. I mean, I've heard that before, but it's, it's everything, isn't it? And I think you're very good at that. I've watched you and I'm always analyzing everyone. I think you're very good at that. (laughs) Thank you. And and I'm going to take a look at your website too and check it out more. And, and, you know, because you're exceptionally good at, at me going, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I relate to that. So, and that's, that's a real gift. Not everyone can do that. Well, I'm sure so, when you coach, you you get those head nods too. Like, yeah, I know I should do that, or ah, yeah, I, I yeah. Should, probably should have done that. And, you know, it's the same, yeah, like that's yeah. what good coaches do. So, I mean, you're changing people's lives, and literally, the, the the relationship that you are giving to parents with their kids is is so invaluable. Um, don't, like, I know we're in the nuances of coaching and courses and stuff, but just don't forget, like I said, exactly what kind of gift you're giving to people. It's worth so much, Lisa. Yeah, uh, that's how I, um, I'll be honest, that's how I feel after all these years. I feel yeah, like good. I'm really proud. I'm really proud of the work I've done with these parents. And I just love them. I really do. Uh, and when they contact me years later and tell me, you know, what a difference I made, or they just want to connect and say hi, it's mm-hmm. just beautiful. And um, so I feel very fortunate to have found what I love to do. And um, it's just a matter of getting out there and, and you know, helping more people, basically. Yep, and this course will allow you to do that for sure um, in a scalable yeah. way and give you an offering that you can offer people who can't afford your coaching. So yeah, I mean, that's, it's a that's great true. thing. That's important, and that's important too because there's lots of people out there who need help that can't afford to hire a coach. So it's important to reach everybody. Well, Lisa, where can people go to get more information about you and what you do? Maybe they need some parenting help. Where should they go? Well, my website is called Brat Busters. And uh, that name was actually made up by a troubled teen I was coaching. And nice. he said, you're always, bu- you're always busting brats, so call yourself <laughs> brats. And I said, okay, because, you know, I really liked him and I trusted what he said. Yeah, yeah. So that's Brat Busters, and I'm in Vancouver, Canada, but I coach people um, all over the world via Skype. So so it's very interesting, actually, when you coach different cultures. and, and uh, I like that. It's wonderful, so I'm very fortunate. Well, congratulations, Lisa. I really appreciate this time, Pat. You have your wealth of information. I'm going to absorb and take more notes after this, and um, definitely going to focus more on the outcome because I, I agree that's extremely important. The outcome, and do what you can to take the guesswork out of it too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much. It's yeah. been wonderful. Thanks, Lisa. Take care. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that coaching session with Lisa. Lisa, thank you so much for uh, coming in and, and and being open and vulnerable and being awesome. And you know, like I said, I, I encourage everybody to go check you out if if they need help with the parenting parenting stuff because uh, that's super important. So thank you so much. Thank you to all the listeners out there and for sticking around. I appreciate you. And hey, if this is a show that you like, if you like this format and this is your thing, hit subscribe on your device right now, really quick. Just pull it out of your pocket. Make sure you hit subscribe because we got more episodes coming your way. Uh, And then finally, just, hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode. Cheers.
Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.